0: This is Optimal Living Daily, episode thirty seventy eight, for Fascinating Psychological Theories That Explain Your Whole Life, part one, by Mark Manson of markmanson.net. And I'm Justin Malek. Happy Thursday. Welcome to one of the only podcasts in the world where blogs are narrated to you for free with permission from the authors. And it's an award-winning podcast, thanks to you. And today I have a bit of a longer post. I'll read the first half, but then finish the rest for you tomorrow. So with that, let's get right to part one and start optimizing your life. Four fascinating psychological theories that explain your whole life, part one, by Mark Manson of markmanson.net. Welcome, dear listeners, to a mind-bending adventure into the labyrinth of the human psyche. We're gonna embark on an odyssey through the catacombs of cognition, the jungles of the subconscious, and a wild ride into the boundless depths of human behavior with four psychological theories as our guide. Because psychology isn't just a series of dry academic theories locked away in some dusty textbook reserved for bespectacled professors in ivory towers. It's an exploration into the enigmatic workings of our minds, a quest to unravel our thoughts, emotions, and behaviors. It's about understanding the secrets that make us tick, And more importantly, it's about discovering what makes us human. Here are four psychological theories that help us do just that. Buckle up, because this first one isn't just fascinating, it's also kind of, well, terrifying. Terror management theory. Terror management theory, in a nutshell, is a psychological theory stating that awareness of our own mortality is one of the fundamental drivers of human behavior. You see, unlike dogs, monkeys, or rats, humans are unique in that we have the cognitive ability to understand that we are going to die someday. Let's be honest, that's a pretty terrifying thought. So what do we do to cope with this terrifying realization? We create cultural systems of meaning and value that help us feel like we're part of something greater than ourselves. These cultural systems can take many forms, such as, religion, political ideologies, and social norms. They provide us with a sense of purpose and significance, and they help us believe that our lives have meaning beyond just our own individual existence. But here's the thing. When these cultural systems are threatened or challenged, it can trigger a deep sense of existential terror. Suddenly, the fragile veneer of meaning that we've constructed to protect ourselves from the reality of our mortality Is shattered, and we're forced to confront the fact that our lives are finite and perhaps meaningless. This is where things get really interesting or really disturbing, depending on how you look at it. In order to cope with this terror, people often engage in a variety of defensive strategies, such as becoming more entrenched in their beliefs, denigrating those who don't share their beliefs, or even resorting to violence to protect their cultural worldview. In other words, When our sense of meaning and purpose is threatened, we become much more rigid in our thinking and behavior. We become less tolerant of differences and more prone to aggression and violence. Now, before you go throwing up your hands and declaring that all humans are just a bunch of nihilistic, violent monsters, it's worth noting that there are plenty of positive ways to cope with the realization of our mortality. For example, Many people find that cultivating a sense of gratitude and appreciation for the present moment can help them feel more connected to the world around them. Others may find comfort in the knowledge that their actions can have a positive impact on future generations. The bottom line is this. Terror management theory may seem like a dark and depressing topic, but it can actually shed a lot of light on the ways that we as humans strive to find meaning and purpose in a world that can sometimes seem bleak and meaningless. By understanding the ways that we cope with our mortality, we can begin to develop more positive and life-affirming strategies for dealing with the existential terror that is an inevitable part of the human experience. In fact, simply practicing the stoic concept of memento mori, or remember that you will die, can help us cultivate a great relationship with our mortality. It's often when we sit and contemplate our own death consciously that we're able to put things in perspective for ourselves. Post-traumatic growth theory. We all know that trauma sucks. It's painful, it's distressing, and it can leave deep scars that last a lifetime. But here's the thing, it's not always all bad. In fact, some people actually experience personal growth and transformation in the aftermath of a traumatic event. This might seem counterintuitive, but it's backed up by a growing body of psychological research. Post-traumatic growth theory suggests that people who experience trauma can actually come out the other side stronger and more resilient than before. They may develop a greater appreciation for life, a deeper sense of purpose and meaning, and a stronger sense of connection with others. Now, let's be clear, this doesn't mean that trauma is something that we should seek out or that it's somehow good for us, but it does mean that even in the midst of our darkest moments, there is the potential for growth and transformation. So how does this work? Well, it's not exactly a straightforward process. In fact, it can be messy, unpredictable, and sometimes painful but here are a few of the key ingredients that can contribute to post-traumatic growth. First, there's the concept of disruption. Trauma can shake us out of our complacency and force us to reevaluate our priorities and our beliefs. It can be a wake-up call that forces us to confront the reality of our mortality and to reassess what's really important in life. Second, there's the idea of meaning-making. People who experience post-traumatic growth often find ways to make sense of their experience and to integrate it into their personal narrative. They may find new sources of meaning and purpose in life, or they may feel a renewed sense of connection to others. And finally, there's the concept of resilience. People who experience post-traumatic growth are often able to bounce back from adversity and to use their experience as a source of strength and resilience. They may develop a greater sense of self-efficacy and a belief in their ability to overcome challenges. Now, it's worth noting that post-traumatic growth is not a guarantee. Not everyone who experiences trauma will experience growth and transformation as a result. But it is a reminder that even in our darkest moments, there is the potential for light and growth. It's a testament to the power of the human spirit to overcome adversity and to find meaning and purpose even in the face of profound pain and suffering. So to all of you out there who have experienced trauma, know that you're not alone and that there is the potential for growth and transformation on the other side. It won't be easy, but it is possible. And that, my friends, is something worth holding on to. Life history theory. Hear that on tomorrow's episode. You just listen to part one of the post titled Four Fascinating Psychological Theories That Explain Your Whole Life by Mark Manson of markmanson.net. And I'll be right back with my commentary. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Thank you to Mark. I'll finish the rest of this post for you tomorrow. Memento Mori, that is, remembering that we'll die, does sound a bit dark, but like Mark said, good can come from it. There's a silver lining in that it can give us motivation to do better, to help more people, to want to make a positive impact on the world, instead of the other side of getting defensive and close-minded. Hopefully this show can be one of those sources of positivity for you, I know it is for me. And then same thing for the post-traumatic growth theory. Of course, there is the negative side where trauma can really hinder progress and cause all sorts of issues. But there is a possible positive side where that trauma can turn into helping others who have been through a similar situation, for example. And yes, too much pain and trauma is a problem and would likely need help from a professional to work through. But even in that case, there is hope that maybe it can eventually be turned into a growth opportunity and or a part of our identity that is helpful to us and others. But we're only halfway through the article for now. Hopefully it's been helpful for you so far. And again, I'll finish the rest for you tomorrow. But that's it for today. Thank you for being here and listening every day and I'll be back tomorrow to finish up this post where your optimal life awaits.